been such a long yeah. time. I know, we're the worst. Yeah. Mm. It has been a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why can't we get it together? Because we're not a monolith. What? <laughs> we're, we contain multitudes. Yeah. And we have we have so many things to do. Honestly. Right. <laughs> I'm so tired, y'all. Three different versions of so many things to do. Like, I mean, we have to give ourselves a break. Our listeners have to give us a break. There's just, like, a lot going on right now. <laughs> right, yeah, like, when I get home from work, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna shut down and watch King of the Hill. Is that <laughs> what you're... <laughs> you, you watching King of the Hill? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm so happy that's on Netflix. No, not Netflix, Hulu. What? Yeah, it's on you Hulu. use your account. Okay. Yeah, you got that Hulu, <laughs> you got that Hulu, Hulu money? You got it like that? No, my parents. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a true millennial. Come on, y'all. I can only afford to have my own Spotify. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I'm thinking about cutting mine off. Or, like, maybe using my sister's email address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, you can... she's a student. <laughs> you can get on my family plan. <laughs> I just got a family plan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. I'll add you to it. Okay. We're all one big gay family. I'll give you a dollar every month. <laughs> <laughs> one dollar. Wait, wait, Nothing wait, more. wait, is this Spotify hookup? Yeah. Can I get in on that too? Yeah, we'll be one big gay family. Uh, yes. They're charging one dollar a month. I don't know if I can Just afford one. that. <laughs> oh my god, y'all. Actually, um, we have a new, new guest. No, I'm kidding. We have a new host. <laughs> Hello, it's me. <laughs> I'm going by Julian now. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. How how exciting is that? Yeah. Like just just real quick. Um, so my my name is not something that I consider a dead name for myself. I I actually do like my name. It's just I don't like being gendered for it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. especially because a lot of what I do for work involves emailing people doing a lot of social media and stuff like that but when people read my name they automatically default to she her and that gets a little exhausting you know what i mean that's kind of like oh cool like i can't escape being misgendered irl and now i really can't do it online either or like electronically right if that makes sense mm-hmm. um because i mean like there's not much i can do about my curves or my body, because right now I don't have an interest on getting on T. I don't want to get top surgery or gender affirmation surgery. That's just not where right. I'm at right now. Right, those things don't determine. Right, exactly. Are. But what I'm saying is that if 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 I did get them, then maybe people might not clock me as much as like a woman, right? And mm-hmm. and I and it sucks that like I would probably have to do those things to like, you know. Mm-hmm. let people know like hey don't 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 do that right right but you know whatever people express their gender differently and that's totally cool right mm-hmm. um but i think that if anything i i for me changing my name is the one thing i can at least do for myself um i don't know if i'm gonna go through like a legal name change yet because i'm still trying to figure out how i feel about julian at first it was super anxiety inducing right mm-hmm. Um, but it's gotten better, easier and more natural the more people have been calling me that. And like I've been really good about reinforcing it too, right? Mm-hmm. Um and the way that I'm gonna do it is that 
since I don't consider it like a dead name right now, at least. Um, I don't really mind if my close friends or if my family call me, you know, by right. my birth name, right? Yo, government. <laughs> <laughs> my government name. <laughs> right? But, but it's true, though, especially my family, because there's, like, my family's not going to, like, get it, and mm-hmm. I don't think I really care to, like, go through those mental Olympics to explain it to them, right? Right. But, like, for everyone else, I'm like, no, it's Julian. My name's Julian. Cool. Um, and I'm also spelling it J-U-L-I-E-N. Cool. Because I feel like the E makes it a little bit more gender neutral? Question yeah. mark? Don't know. But that's where I'm at. So, hello. Mm-hmm. I am your new host, okay. Julian. Julian. Yay! Yay. Right. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> we welcome you. Sweet. I'm totally new. I have no idea what I'm doing here. <laughs> um, someone give them the rundown. <laughs> Cue music. Run down. So what are we? A podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah, and today's podcast, um, Julian. We're just gonna. We're yeah. actually just gonna inter- uh, interview Indisha. Nice. Yeah. What were you talking yeah. to Indisha about? Um. Well, I don't know if you've listened before. <laughs> Hopefully this isn't your first time listening to our podcast. Oh, this is is. awkward. Uh, (laughs) Right. It's like, let's just start out here. I mean, honestly, let me take that back because I've been trying to listen to more podcasts and that's how I've been starting a lot of them is I'll just like pick a random episode based on like the title. I never start from the first one. Oh, I don't really do that either, especially if it's a podcast that has been going on for a while i just know that the first episode is gonna be trash right exactly exactly yeah I'll tr- yeah so I'll tr- i'm just kind of like let's just jump in let's just see what's going on <laughs> yeah i've been listening and, to a lot more like and that's not to say that our episode like wasn't trash you know what i mean but like which one which episode did we start with coming out those the i feel like the first three episodes were pretty hard-hitting no. Yeah, and then we just progressively <laughs> got, like, worse. Yeah, yeah, we, like, start, we set the bar a little bit too high. We did, now we're like, y'all, I'm tired. <laughs> right. I'm so sorry to our listeners. Actually, 2018 right. feels like um, five years. I know. This has been a really hard year. Yeah, it's been it's been a hard year. It's actually been exactly a year um, since I moved to Portland. Oh, so oh. yeah, tomorrow it'll be a year to the day. It's crazy. It's perfect timing. Wow. Yeah. Wait, you moved to Portland? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Julian. Um. <laughs> Wait, who's this? Oh, yeah, and who are you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, the same person before is just Julian, and not the other name. <laughs> Where we don't want to erase who you were. Thank you. Thank you for not erasing me. <laughs> Hashtag won't be erased. You've been here the whole time. No erasure here. <laughs> no. God. We can just, no, we can't. I mean, we're friends. We're That's friends. We're friends. <laughs> we are? What? Um, oh, hi. hi. Welcome, friendship. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> At the very least, I think. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Indisha. <laughs> How's Portland treating you? Um, since it's been a right year, right now Portland's treating me pretty well. Uh, just because I have pretty much dedicated myself to staying in my own lane and doing my own thing. Yeah, dang. So how has how has that been? 
Um, I think I guess what is what was your transition like? We haven't really talked much about right. Like you've sort of like mentioned yeah. it here and there, but you haven't like talked like in detail about what it's like living in Portland. Yeah, no, that's true. I have kept it kind of like hush hush. I guess the reason why I did is because I don't know moving to a new place is always kind of like a big thing and. I was kind of still adjusting to my new experiences and everything like in real time. And sometimes I still am just because it's so different from Houston. Um, so I guess it was kind of hard for me to just be vocal about what was happening, whether it was good or bad, because I didn't want people to, you know, be like, oh, that's so awful. Come back. Or, oh, that's so great. Like, you know, keep it up. And that's a lot of pressure, you know? So I was kind of like, I'll just keep to myself and do my own thing but it's been okay it's different really really different uh super 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 white <laughs> um you know there's only like white i think the black huh white yeah yeah, yeah. um Sing. so i mean that was different to have to deal with not that it's like an issue or anything right. it's just what do you mean? Know, it, that is an issue. Is, it kind of, it kind of is. It definitely is. Like, I, I was just kidding. I was just trying to be nice. You're know, timing. It's, it's, it's a big issue that I deal with every time I leave my house, honestly. Um, Same. Yeah. But I understand it's because you um, live there and you don't want to. Right. You know, those are the also the people you're living near and with in the community. So Exactly. Like, Isn't exactly Portland, exactly. like, home to, like, a bunch of neo-Nazis, too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, this summer there was some, like, bullshit that was happening, um, like, not too far from where I was on, like, the waterfront or something. There was this Proud Boy rally. Oh, my um, God. Of course, uh, there was a lot of media about it. A bunch it. of People fucking knew it was happening, so <laughs> Yeah, they are a bunch of fucking dorks. It was a really fucking dorky thing because they already knew about it. So it was, like, this, like really stupid thing there are people obviously already there to be like okay what's up of course the cops were on the proud boy side because cops are racist too and um that's all she wrote you know it's just bullshit like that uh i just you know i just went to work and did my own thing uh my girlfriend picked me up and dropped me off and i didn't really do much out of my uh out of my routine luckily i work and live pretty close so i just kind of stayed really close to everything so what wait hold on backtrack you have a girlfriend yeah i have a girlfriend <laughs> i'm pretty um, sure <laughs> yeah i know we knew that no no I, no no i know we knew that wait no i'm julian now so i had no idea <laughs> <laughs> Shut <the fuck> up. <laughs> no but i mean like i think indisha has mentioned it once or twice oh yeah in the podcast question yeah mark, not sure have you is this the first I one you I mentioned it passing yeah i'm uh in a uh, pretty nice. Uh, pretty nice. Um, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She's on the market, y'all. So. But it was for like it was for like a life situation reason. So you know it was what it was and it is what it is. <laughs> but so far it's been great. Right. It only took you having to go across the nation to find a girlfriend. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, honestly, I knew that would happen. I even said that all the time when I was in Texas. So I was like, dude, it's fine. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna leave and. Else. I mean, you got booed just, up pretty quickly, so... Boot up, boot up. I mean, I know. Boot up, boot up. I know, because it's like, yeah, I just felt I just felt so underappreciated. <laughs> right. Um, would you say, like, compared to 
where you're at now from last year, right? Where where do you feel like you're at with your headspace, your mental headspace, and like, I mean, obviously you have a more stable living situation now. So besides that, but I guess right. my my question is is that where like what are some things that you've you've learned in in this year's time span? If there are things you have done differently, what would they have been? And you know those kinds of things. That is a great question. Well, I thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something that I've definitely appreciated with moving out and moving out here, um, the fact that it has been so different and the fact that it is so, like, strange for me to kind of navigate my time has definitely given me more time to look inward and kind of deal with my own things and kind of practice my own um, self-healing and self-soothing without... Um, having you know my family and my friends and all of my like regular routines to fall back on um you know like around me physically like I would have at home so I feel like that helped me to grow a little bit more um, as far as like finding out what I do need for myself and I think I definitely needed that um because I wasn't as sheltered as I was before and I think that definitely helped uh I feel like I'm in a much better place um as far as dealing with things just because I've kind of been forced to figure out how to deal with them on my own basically um and with that that kind of helped me grow more as a person and I actually feel like a real adult like I, I kind of recommend like people moving away to find, find themselves it's true it kind of does help um because you're kind of just stuck and you're kind of just forced to figure out what okay like what now like what's next like what are we doing like are you going home are you gonna quit like are we gonna keep going and um I before I left, I didn't really make a plan because it kind of happened quicker than I wanted to. So yeah, from the jump, it was kind of like <laughs> one thing after the next. Uh, so uh, from the beginning, I kind of had to think on my feet. And the more things progressed, the better they kind of got. And now I feel like I'm in a pretty good place, but I'm kind of too afraid to coast because it's been so crazy with everything else that's been going on. Um, but I am, of course, still grateful. I mean, I don't know if I've told anyone on the dis- uh, on the podcast or if I mentioned it, but I do work at the dispensary now, um, and I have a great house and everything, and I basically get paid to pay with cannabis legally, and it's all pretty good. Uh, so despite it being pretty white, and that's kind of annoying, and proud boys are annoying and stupid, uh, <laughs> other than that, you know, I can't really... Said it, I regret it, or mm-hmm. can't really complain because I'm not doing that bad right now. You know. Yeah. Would you have done anything differently? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> for sure. Because I for was sure for sure. Um, because I was gonna say, would do you think you had the means to leave? No, definitely yeah. not. Absolutely not. Um, because I got rid of my car. Uh, I was bouncing job to job. I, um, I've had five jobs so far. It's been a year that I've lived here. Um, I've moved, I've lived in like two different places. I have to deal with that. So I've had a lot of issues. So it would have been really, really hard for me to come back. Um, so I, that's also another thing that made me kind of be like, all right, so what next? Cause getting home would have been 
way too much and then once I got home it would have been like okay I got rid of a lot of really important things or I left a lot of really important things and I would have had to start over from scratch and I just didn't want to do that I still don't want to do that um and it's pretty remarkable what I can do when I don't want to do something (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense but you like so I kind of want to go back to what you had said earlier about when people like leave their hometown they like find themselves do you think that you found yourself or are you still figuring that out? Oh, of course I'm still figuring that out. I'm going to be figuring that out for a while. I mean, I'm only 26, so it's going to be a minute. But I definitely feel like um, I have more space to do that. Um, and then, I guess, more freedom to do that. And that also comes with moving to another place, too. Um, because technically you can be in a do whatever you want mm-hmm. you know kind of I don't know it's yeah a, yeah so that helped too um but I don't think I've changed very much because I kind of say to myself I go to work and then I come home so I haven't really been as social as I used to be so mm-hmm. that kind of kept me pretty grounded pretty sane can't really change when I'm too busy napping <laughs> yeah um, I mean, besides Portland being more white than Houston, I mean, it's hard when you leave Texas in general, I feel like, because Houston's, like, the most diverse city in the U.S. Yeah. So I feel like anywhere you go, it's going to be more white, right? Like, to yeah. be fair. Yeah, that, that um, but, but, like, besides that, how is Portland different from Houston? Uh, Portland's different in... First off, the environment um, in general, it's a lot smaller than people realize. Well, than I than I realize. I'll say I'll speak for myself in this terms than I realized when I first moved here. I didn't visit before I did, um, which was probably a mistake. I probably should have visited before. Uh, but that, it's smaller and then it's a lot greener. I feel a lot more um, connected to nature out here. I don't think I was able to really very many green things unless you kind of drive out and Houston it's kind of more city and then um, I don't know Uh, working has been a little bit different here and just the way people behave has been really different too uh, which has been kind of weird for me working in customer service and having to constantly work with people I feel like people are a lot more passive aggressive here and that was really hard for me to get used to for a while Right. Um, and it kind of made me a little bit upset. But then after a while, I just, I don't know, kept smoking and not okay. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to dive a little bit deeper about your your personal experiences with living as a black queer woman in portland yeah versus like how it might be like that in houston because i feel like people in general think that the south is just like this backward ass like nowhere land and that anywhere outside of texas especially like the east coast or the west coast is supposed to be this like liberal neo like this neoliberal like utopia right so i'm wondering like what has it been like for you to live in Portland in a predominantly white city? Okay, so for me, um, walking around and getting around 
on foot now that my uh, bike is out of service and I haven't changed it has been significantly different for me because I feel like I'm able to take in my environment more and I'm able to notice people um, like taking me in more because uh, I do stand out because there's only like what I think it's like a 6% population or percent of uh, black people so it's very very few so anytime I'm anywhere I can like constantly feel people like watching me or noticing me and that's really annoying and I've kind of developed this thing where I don't really like pay attention to people I kind of like uh stare out a lot and I've gotten really really good at it to the point where I just don't really pay attention to people um And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's mm-hmm. definitely helped me cope just to, like, help with my personal anxiety because, like, when I'm walking alone, like, I feel like it feels weird to know that people, to, like, feel that people are staring at you and then you look at, look at them and then you're right and they were looking at you. And then I feel like some people are super passive aggressive here instead of being like, oh, hey, or like, oh, hey, what's up? Or I don't know, anything. They, like, turn their heads and act like they weren't just staring you down, like, I was like just staring me down like I was like you know something they've never seen before and so that's really fucking awkward and at first I noticed it a lot and then that's what made me kind of like react kind of like what are you guys constantly staring at but now I just kind of like purposely look above Mm -hmm. me or like look super far ahead of me and just don't really look make direct eye contact with people which I realize can sometimes make me seem a little bit rude in person. I thought about that a lot too, um, with being a, a bud tender, uh, to be in person and kind of just walk past people because it is a really small town. But I don't know. I've just gotten really used to not paying people attention, like paying attention yeah. to people. Yeah, there. I was gonna say, um, in Portland alone, like white people takes up about like. 77 percent um and then black people african-american folks are about like 5.7 percent yeah and it's constantly changing it's constantly getting worse because like portland is riddled with gentrification right now and it's really really bad particularly in this area um, that i'm living in which is why uh, my job, um, the dispensary, is where it is because that area used to be a predominantly black neighborhood before it got yeah. um, gentrified. So that n- number itself in that mm-hmm. area and in um, the Portland community in general is getting smaller because there's been so much gentrification right. happening. Uh, and like, yeah, and like comparing that to Houston, right? Um, yeah, Houston, it's like forty nine percent white and like twenty five percent black and 37% of Latinx mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that was definitely an adjustment. Um, usually whenever people ask me what I miss about Houston, I usually say first the diversity. <laughs> and yeah. then like, <laughs> my family. I mean, of course I say family and friends first, <laughs> and then I say diversity. Right. I'll switch that around. Sorry, right. guys. <laughs> um, Sorry, fam. Right. It's like, I do miss you guys. <laughs> but yeah, so that's been definitely an adjustment, but I feel like for myself, for my own self-preservation, I feel like I've been in taking a lot more black media and um, mm-hmm. people of color media, or like I'll just kind of like indulge in that in my own space, which is again, another thing back to me not really being as social. Um, yeah. I feel like my experience would probably be a lot different if I was in the public a lot more. 
Um, be, yeah, because then I have to constantly deal with it, like, you know, everywhere here. Um, right now, uh, I mostly just work and go home, and then, like, I'll go to, like, the grocery store, which is a lot, because there's so many people. <laughs> but other than that, I'm kind of boring. Um, I wanted you to clarify this for me. So, would you say that because of all the shit that you have to deal with, that as a result makes you less social? Um, sometimes it's definitely something I consider when going out. Like, I consider how much of my energy I want to spend being in a super white space when I could just, you know, be comfortable at home or just go somewhere and have people freak out when I, like, put in effort to make myself not necessarily freak out. Um, I should not use the word freak out, but to have people, like, uh, make me feel like they're, like, watching me or looking at me, like, constantly like no one wants to feel like constantly like under a microscope and that's how I feel um with myself also with my anxiety like I feel like since since I stand out people are always like watching me or like noticing me so it's really hard for me to just kind of like blend in and exist in a lot of places Mm -hmm. um and I don't like subjecting my energy to that like I said before I work in customer service I have two different jobs I'm either at a dispensary or at a laundromat so I'm constantly dealing with people all the time so when it comes to my free time I get kind of stingy with it and I'm like I don't feel like doing this anymore like why would I go out and I don't know deal with it so you know like I don't know do you feel like that you have to code switch or adjust your behavior or language in general when you're out in the public uh not out in public because again like I make sure I'm not really (laughs) like paying that much attention to people when I'm like walking around but Mm -hmm. definitely at my jobs um my first job is at like a hip-hop dispensary it's black owned and it's like predominantly black so we play hip-hop we talk freely we can like I can wear my hair however like if I wanted to put like a wig on tomorrow no one's gonna be like oh my god your hair you know because they get it (laughs) And then it's so the, different. Exactly. Like, that's not going to happen. They understand. It's fine. If anything, they'll be like, oh, cute hair, hairstyle, and then keep it moving. Um, whereas <laughs> at my other job, um, at the laundromat, it is, like, a hipster place. It's, like, a laundromat, half coffee shop with, like, an arcade up top. And so there I feel a lot more code switchy, but it usually sucks because I usually don't have the energy for it. So I just kind of don't mm-hmm. really have even time to even dedicate my time to yeah. switching, and I'm just quiet most of the time. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I just kind of pass out soap or, like, fold clothes and, like, wipe top of the machines and keep it moving. I don't really – I don't know. I don't engage as much. Yeah. It took me – It like, I feel like I'm at that point right now. Like, it took me a minute. Like, when I first got here, I it was a lot for me to kind of transfer uh, – like, transition into. But now, I, like, I smoke a lot. I go to my job and work at the dispensary and I'm around my people. And then I do my, like, shift, my spin shift around all, like, the hipster, like, stuff. And then mm-hmm. I just – I don't know ignore everyone else and then listen to some Erica Badu the whole time like I really am in my own zone <laughs> yeah yeah God, just imagine if we lived in a world where we didn't have to go to it anymore huh <laughs> so just, just imagine if we didn't if we lived in a world where we didn't have to code switch anymore 
I know that would be great. It would be so great. Like I would definitely, of course, it's not like preferred. Like I definitely don't want to stay in Portland. I don't like having to put myself in my own like protective bubble and protect my space and protect my essence constantly. Like I'd rather not do that, but it is what it is right now. Um, I have, uh, I don't know. I thought I had a plan, but right now I'm doing so well in my career right now. And I'd have to think about where yeah. I'd be able to continue with cannabis, um, to consider where I want to move next. It wouldn't be Texas, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For that um, alone. How many, how many black owned shops are there? Black owned what? Shops are there. Uh, I believe there's, I heard there's one more. Are y'all one of the first ones? Huh? Are y'all one of the first ones? We are one of the first ones that is both, like, at the moment, um, black-owned and operated. Uh, The operated part might be changing soon. We might be um, adding on other people of color. But right now, we are the first one, yeah. Nice, that's awesome. In Oregon, as far as Oregon is concerned. um, There might be more in California, but I don't know. Sweet. Um, yeah, and also, um, this is cool. Oregon's doing their, what is it? So people who've gotten arrested or have any violations with marijuana, they're releasing them. Oh, they're expunging their, uh, their records. Expunging. Oh, yeah, about yes, time. that's the word that's I'm looking what's for. what's up. I'm very glad to hear that. I'm very um, happy to hear that. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's awesome that I'm, I'm glad that they're doing that and just like saying doing the things that we all as a nation see portland as because like everyone thinks of portland as being a liberal place but also not it depends if you're in a rural area right and it also depends if you're black or white right right Mm -hmm. exactly exactly yeah for sure Um, so really all in all like like this is what i kind of want people to take away from is that no matter where you live, you're going to have problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. It just depends on, like, which ones are going to be more prominent and what, and what areas. Like, here, I feel like it wouldn't be hard, and maybe this is just my own personal experience. It's just my personal experience, right? Mm-hmm. For me personally, it's not very hard to walk around and see another brown person, but I definitely have to still watch my back whenever I'm, like, out with other queer friends or something like that. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, and maybe this is just me assuming, Mandisha, so quote me, like, so tell me if I'm wrong. Um, maybe it's a little bit easier to be queer in Portland, but because it's so predominantly white, you know, it, it like, you feel out of place as a person of color. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong at all. So and then um yeah you're not wrong at all uh and I I agree with you I, yeah. I I do not think that Portland is a utopia at all that everyone paints it to be um like at all like if anything it's kind of annoying I'm over people a lot when I'm not in my customer service like <laughs> mode or whatever yeah um when I'm not forced to be nice to people I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather not basically is what I'm saying like I dedicate yeah. so much of my energy being nice to people I'd rather not be nice to um so much that it like physically drains me and I don't like it um but yeah that's the trade-off uh it is there there is a larger uh, population of queer people but they're still white queer people um right so <laughs> the next time I complain about you know 
how how I feel in Houston, I'm gonna be like, oh man, I can't imagine how Disha's feeling though. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to make it seem like it's like awful. I mean, right. I'm in love and I'm in my house, so it's fine, you yeah. know. <laughs> like we're not here to play the struggle Olympics, you know what I mean? Exactly. But it's like you said though, like people do consider Portland as a story of like a like neoliberal utopia when you mm-hmm. know, like I went to a music festival um in October and I would tell people like, Oh, I'm from Texas. I wouldn't tell them what city. I would just be like, I'm from Texas and people would either tell like apologize to me for it or give me this look of like, you know, why? And I'm just like, because I'm gay for Texas. Like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and and I and I knew that if I had said like, oh, I'm from Austin, I wouldn't have gotten those kinds of reactions, right? But be, mm-hmm. but because I knew how, I, because I knew about people's biases about the South, I'd said Texas and mm-hmm. like not Houston. It would have been the same thing if I said Houston too. You know what I mean? They probably would have been like, oh, why? You know, sorry, don't live in Austin, you fucks. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I could go off yeah. on a tangent about that too, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Yeah, he's. I mean, Austin is a whole other story. I mean, they had that whole bombing thing with those yeah. packages. Yeah. In March, like so much shit has happened this year. I'm glad it's about to be over. Thank God. Dude, this around. year has gone by so fast, but it's felt so long. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. This is funny. This is actually the other night. Um. I was. Uh, I was somewhere and someone was like, oh, yeah, you know, even John McCain died this year. And I was like, what? He, he's dead? <laughs> this year. <laughs> this year. <laughs> that felt like last year already. <laughs> like, I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so it's been a long year. and We have cool things happening. We have cool things happening. And Disha's over there. We're doing, trucking doing on her, through. Yeah, doing her thing. We're we're. Doing the best we can with getting episodes out also. Yeah. Um, Sorry, y'all. Yes. We're the worst. The worst. Um, yeah, so we so we do have a lot of things in work. Um, Can't especially wait to tell y'all. Indisha being out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to be stirring up some things. We're also probably going to end our season pretty early. Yeah. Um, but we're going to start right back up probably in like a month after mm-hmm. yeah or yeah, like yeah a couple of weeks surprise. probably like what late january is when we'll start back up yeah mm-hmm. and then end like in what like mid-december or something like that i can't remember i don't know I'm, we'll figure it I'm out okay i don't know how to do math <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah we thanks indisha for letting us um <laughs> intrude and ask you qu- questions grill about, you <laughs> grill you about portland um, it's okay. It was only like a little bit nerve wracking. I had been like, oh, you guys, I've been dreading this episode for so long because I was so nervous. Because I'm, I'm like so, not necessarily private, but like I've definitely like I've grown to that point where I'm like I don't really want people in my business, and I feel right. like the more like the older I get, and like the more involved in like the cannabis industry, and the more involved in queer queer, like people are always asking about an Instagram. I'm like, oh, ask me what I'm up to. And I'm just like, I don't I don't tell anyone. I can't do it. I can't do it. So just like the idea of doing it. this episode has been like so like nerve wracking for me just because I don't know. I've just been cultivating my space and just like snatching it up like a little <laughs> like self-care gremlin. And oh my I'm God, just, yes. I don't know. 
But yeah, that's what we kind of wanted to do this episode on. So that's why we didn't, we took a break. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. This is, this, or not this episode, but the season. We yeah. wanted to do a self-care. So obviously we did. We took a long ass um, yeah. hiatus. <laughs> <we were> like, <laughs> sort of. I mean, Oops. it's been working. I mean, I feel better today about recording than I felt, like, um, as far as, like, physically, as far as, like, being tired and everything. Like, I feel like I've prepared for it. Really? Because I, I feel worse. Huh? I said, really? Because I feel worse. <laughs> oh. I've had better days. But I you think did. you're doing good, Jillian. Yeah, you're you're doing great. Thanks. Jules. This is my first episode, y'all. Yay. Yay. Oh, yeah. Wow. This is my first episode. <laughs> We're, look, we're all doing great. Look, y'all are just glowing, glowing. Oh, thanks, the glow Dad. up. The glow up. <laughs> thanks, Dad. Um, yeah. So, in the meantime, in the meantime, um, make sure you're following our pages to look to stay on top of what's going on in our lives, y'all. Because, mm-hmm. like Mai said, we have a lot of cool things happening. We just can't talk about them yet. But we hope that you are all ec- as excited as we are. Yeah. But stay tuned. Stay tuned. And don't forget to follow our Facebook page, which is Veer Queer Podcast. And follow us on Twitter, which is Veer underscore queer HTX. And also don't forget to subscribe and like us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher now and wherever you get your podcasts anywhere right. else. Because I know there's other apps, but I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know them. Yeah. And if y'all are listening... And you want us to get an Instagram? Let us know because we've been debating it. We've been debating it, but I don't have the capacity for that. Yeah, none of us do. Um, uh, yeah, I don't even have. Like, <laughs> we're like, no, hi, hard no, <laughs> no, big hard no for me. I already do social media for my job. True, I'm really good. But on if that. enough people want and y'all ask, we'll do it. Yes, but we're not going to do it if no. y'all don't ask. No. So. Don't There's ask, that. and you shall not, not receive. receive. <laughs> right. It's like, but we anyway. don't want to, but we will, and when we do, we'll hate it. But, like, <laughs> but we're also it, we doing will. it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Julian. And I'm Mai. And I'm Indy. And we'll see you next time, y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.